Welcome everyone. Thanks for joining us for episode 142 of Tattoo Collecting 101, right here on Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Network, the community for tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and all those curious about the world of tattooing. We encourage everyone to join these live streams and real world events as we aim to educate and inspire one another to create better artwork, tattoos, and to leave the community a better place than how we found it. We stream out most days of the week, so be sure to check out the full schedule of events, as well as our professional development courses from over 20 world-class tattooers at reinventingthetattoo.com. You can also find all these shows on our Roku channel, as well as your favorite podcast platforms. So search for Reinventing the Tattoo and you'll find us on there. Real quick, just want to say thank you to the sponsors who make the network possible. Thank you to World Tattoo Events, which has the largest, most comprehensive list of tattoo conventions going on in the world right now. Tattoo Now, technology for tattooers. They're the leading edge in professional development, management, and digital tools for tattooers of all levels, as well as our affiliates at the Fireside Tattoo Network and the Apprenticeship Diaries. And lastly, we want to thank Guy Atchison, who's the founder and inspiration behind the Reinventing the Tattoo community and is the reason this is all possible. You can go to guyatchison.com to get your copy of the Biomech Encyclopedia, instructional DVDs, original oil paintings, and custom coil machines. And if you're enjoying the knowledge we're sharing out, be sure to share it with a friend and watch another video. Mm -hmm. On to Pawn and Ben. Why, thanks, Kyle. You're welcome. Nice. Getting better and better. A little bit more professional every yeah. time. Trying. Almost got it down pat. Almost. One of these days. One of these days. Guys, we have Ben back. Ben has rejoined the show. I missed you fuckers. Well. You know, we have, we got to do grown-up things sometimes. Every now and then, life requires grown-up decisions. Do you want to talk about life? Um, we can be vague about it, yeah. <laughs> so I started a new job um, that requires a lot of my time. Um, they like to do things like 12 and 14-hour shifts and uh, stuff like that. So there was a whole lot of one, two, three, go starting there. And uh, yeah, it's been a blast. Uh, I think I've put in no less than 10 hours of overtime every week for the past three weeks. So it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Still writing notes. I saw that. I wanted to clear your head. I felt like I was bothering you from, from taking your no, head. I just had to write one more note so that I you don't wanna... get like baked and forgetful. That's fair. We do tend to get baked. We do. And forgetful. That actually, somebody asked me the other day, they're like, so you're on a podcast? And I was like, kind of. It, it's a podcast. Cast. They're like, oh, we cast the pot too. So made me chuckle. Made you chuckle. It is kind of a podcast. I mean, you know, it's it, not not part of the show. It's, yeah, it's not that the show's about it, but like it does definitely keep us a little bit more open and like uh it's like a it's like a visiting character. Yeah, you know, it, like it's, it's not about it, but like he there all the time. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's uh enhancing the conversation, if you will. That's fair. A hundred percent fair. Well, you should prepare one of these things for us. Well, we're I'm talking. not sure. So what have we had? Have we had a month without you or three mm, weeks? I think it was, I think it's been three weeks. Because, I mean, I started three weeks ago, so that makes sense. Um, Fortunately, Maddie picked up your slack. Yeah, that's nice to have people that can slack pick. <laughs> um, it's not like Maddie ever has a lack of things to talk about. 
I love talking with Maddie. Sometimes that wasn't shit. Sometimes talk. we'll just be like sitting, <laughs> taking a break together, and I it's always like oof, opportunity missed. If only I would have been recording that whole conversation. Right. That would have been bold. Like things that you actually like want to sit and listen to. You saying you don't want to sit and listen to our conversations, fun? Well, it's kind of rude. I mean, I do, I do listen to them actually. I don't know. Yeah, it's well, I put them on. I do chores and stuff around the house. I like proof listen in case there's like any hiccups or anything. Like uh, yeah, that. I, I have a hard Not time listening. listening to my voice. You just kind of got to get over that. I have to act like it's not me. I feel like it's weird it's for a, other people if I have the TV on and then I actually speak in person because then it's weird. Right. Um, I think that's kind of funny if like my family or anybody comes over while I've got like an episode on my TV. Usually, <laughs> you. Like, yeah. Yeah, usually I've got it like turned like I'm not sitting on the couch like watching, watching it. Right. I'm like just listening. And I don't know. I guess that's kind of how I imagine other people would be like ingesting our content is not necessarily like watching every single move we make but like listening and like when it's worthwhile to look up at the screen because we're like screen sharing right, on right. off, I, you know glance up well, it's like true crime you don't actually have to watch it you've got to <laughs> listen to it well, mostly the the first what two three episodes were audio only right uh yeah i think like i mean we did have video but it was jordan like playing around in vr world right right it was just us talking over it um i didn't hate doing it that way i just mm. thought it was going to be so far over my head to like learn video and audio at the same time so i figured we should there's, get audio there's down. just another line to plug in there's not much more to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah that sounds simple enough in theory in theory in theory, in theory. but yeah, there's a lot of uh production that goes on at the new job and it's it's kind of funny because they're like have you ever done this? And I'm like, as a matter of fact, that's what I do for fun. But uh, good times. One of our cameras froze up as we were talking about technology. You know, <laughs> unplug and <laughs> plug back in the can the first camera port. Uh, we're alive. We're fine. It's running. Here we go. Um, Sometimes when we freeze up, I just literally unplug and then replug yeah. it in and it reboots our little YOLO switcher box. Sorry, I didn't catch that. It's okay. It just happened. It was like momentary. It's okay. I, uh, I think there's a small opportunity for us to lease the equipment that we own to the company that I work for now, too, as well, on a small-time basis. So things like the stage and sound equipment and mm -hmm. things along those lines get used heavily there that they are outsourcing another company for. Why? Well, I was like, would you want to outsource the company I work with and for? And they went sure tell us more so i might have said too much too fast but yeah as soon as i can talk to the people here that make more money than i do so you're saying the real opportunity for us to MC events is coming up yeah oh yeah like well, big well, ones nice um we have a band coming to play one of our venues um i don't even know if i'm allowed to say but if they were in airplanes there'd be more than 19 of them more than 19 airplanes no there'd be more than 19 people in the airplanes the band mm, well there is a band coming yes i'm so lost exactly <laughs> vagueness um and it's like we're prepping for like four thousand people at oh, one yeah. of our venues and it's like Ugh. so yeah i mean i'm in operations now 
So I don't actually, uh, I just coordinate a bunch of stuff. And it's kind of, it's kind of fun. Kind of fun. like being the orchestra conductor. You don't have yeah, to for, like, the... for like a, a, a room full of cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's mm -hmm, mm -hmm, wow mm -hmm. all right but the company's like national and they've got um they've got parks all over the united states and there's travel opportunity to go to other uh, venues and things along those lines um tatties don't matter tatties don't matter i i uh made sure before i went in for my interview um they own several properties here locally that were like uh just so you know i i i have a a couple visible tattoos just a few what's um, your tattoo policy i read their tattoo policy before i went in and it said as long as they're not offensive you can leave them uncovered so essentially if it's an offensive tattoo they don't care you just got to cover it up nice i don't have anything offensive or i don't think I mean, sometimes, so some people just having tattoos is offensive, but well, that's, that's what because, we're working on changing. That's because people sometimes have misconceptions, and that's okay, too. I know that was already pre-sticked, but there was an end that didn't have any stick -em on it. That happens. Mm-hmm. That happens. You gotta, you gotta moisten the moistener, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they uh they own they have access to a ton of venues around town. They have access to a ton of venues around the United States mm -hmm. when the slow season of where I am located at happens. Uh, Are you just gonna make it a game of being as vague as possible about the venue in which well I to be fair cool? I think it is very cool and I, I agree with that, but I don't want backlash from name recognition from our um, habits on the show to interfere with my professionalism on the job. Name recognition. You know, that, yeah, some local people would probably recognize the name of the place I work. I think you're probably right. And, you know, let's just not make waves kind of thing. I hear you. Okay. Same reason I didn't talk about my last job. I hear you. I kept I it Beggy McVagerson. No. But yeah, mm -hmm. it should be fun. Then I should... don't have a lighter. What? I know. Kyle, help a sister out. I have a nickel. Oh, it's a quarter. I love mm. it. So how's Fawn been? Good. Um, busy working away. I've been doing some cool wigwag stuff that you've missed out on. Mm, I, well, caught, I caught wigwag talk. Books. I caught I caught wigwag talk. Last time we were here, we talked about wigwags. Well, I'm doing more. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Just lining the wags up. I love it. I, I always think it's really cool to see the next inspiration in anybody's art um, life journey, however you want to say that. Um, I've had these ideas for years, but like all of a sudden, like people are coming out of the woodwork that are like, yeah, that's dope. And I'm like, here we go. And the thing is, like eight or 10 years ago, when I started having ideas to tattoo stuff like this, you just had to wait for everybody else to catch up as cool as you are. I, That's I, all. I honestly, yes, that. But I also <laughs> think that like my skill to catch up, to do it quickly and efficiently, right. like not only to be like, you can pull that off, but to be able to pull it off confidently. And, you know, where like each and every mark makes a difference on the tattoo. Like every time my needle touches the skin, there's a dramatic difference and a worthwhile change that has happened. 
where, I don't know, earlier in my career when I would experiment with new things, I didn't have like all the layers and processes down, like the order of operations. Like, That's fair. You know, there can be 15 ways to skin a cat, but there is the fastest way. That's fair. I mean, I can't tell you which is the fastest. But... Hot water. Yeah, you boil it first and it loosens the membrane between the fatty layers. See, the... orders of operation. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then once you do that, the, the trick is to start in the stomach and work your way up instead of the back because then you're immediately removing the vital organs. Sorry, but yeah, there is a right way. I don't know. <laughs> I've never skinned a cat. Me either. I'm just in general for <laughs> things that are alive. I have. That's how it works. Skinned a deer. I have skinned. Same. Fish. Catfish. Scaled? No, you skin a catfish. Yeah. Either. Still tilted. Thanks, Kyle. Um, um, yeah, never skinned a cat. Yeah, me either. I mean, I'm I, skin um, cat pelts aren't mm-hmm. in real high demand. Um, Peated probably. It's pretty cool though. Like the the wigwag stuff that I'm playing with. Maybe I should pull some pictures up. I sent some last week that we can talk about again later on. But like. If you think about like Cassidy Bell's work and he's building these cool like geometric um, and um, kind of like psychedelic looking craziness, but it's so precisely done that like it's one of those things where I've always wanted to do work like that. And now that I'm able to combine like the the glass art designs that wigwags are, I can use those same tricks and I can... I can execute it the same way, but instead of having these like computer generated images, which are awesome, I'm starting out with something like organic that was handmade. Kyle's jamming over there. Mm. Oh, you're pulling up Cassidy Bell stuff? My wigwags? Okay. Well, if they're in the tattoo collecting inbox, you found them. They might be up a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, it's really cool. It's the same tricks. And then to be able to like have the trust to combine these kind of designs with like, this is going to turn into a desert landscape with a pink and purple sky. So, yeah. So the wigwags are actually reflecting the sky and then we'll pull some of the oranges from the sand down into that band that's open. Um, so this one's going to be pretty special because she, I showed her some tricks of, um, there is a painter and I think his name's like Micah Odell or something like that. But anyways, he does some pretty trippy things with his oil paintings. And I was like, I want to do the same trick, but with this wigwag shape and morph the landscape and this together with his tricks. And she was down. She was so, like, I feel that. So we, and this is one of Maddie's clients. So I already know that she sits well I already knew going into this idea that she was very open-minded. Um, I have to get an ashtray too. We're batting a thousand. I'm so excited to have my buddy back. Sorry. I didn't mean to throw your, um, throw your whole process off. But yeah, by the time we're done with this, this will look like super crisp, super clean. Like there's still some sketchy little lines in there, but when it's all said and done, it'll be super crisp and then go into a real bright uh, sunset landscape with a purple sky. So it's going to be pretty gnarly. Baller. Yeah, super. But like, I and this is uh, our buddy Joe, kind of the same thing. This is more oh, thing into our Alex Gray uh, inspired sleep. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, He's got all the little baby eyeballs on his head. Yeah, I, I, I have had ideas to play with these kind of shapes and stuff for years, but like couldn't really talk anybody into it because they didn't understand the glass art. But I've got right. so many clients that are open smokers, open glass collectors. So when I say like, have you seen this? And I show them like some marble and things that other glass blowers have been right. playing around with. They're like, you can tattoo that. And I'm like, Shh. shit, son. Yes, please. Yeah. Excited too. So it's pretty cool. Cause like, I don't know, a lot of times as tattooers, we have a tendency to like, look at what other tattooers are doing. Or like those of us that are a little bit more open-minded might be looking at what other painters or other graphic artists are doing or what right. animators are doing or what illustrators are doing. But I love like the science part of me loves looking at glass art because it's like capturing alchemy and chemistry and phrasing chemical it. reaction and process. Oh uh, yeah, it can be. And then sometimes it's just like, you know, the way that they have to work with the glass, there are like principles of physics at play. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't really force glass to do something. It's like pushing taffy around right. and expecting it to do what you want. So you got to like work with, the properties of the glass itself um and to have that patience and that like the way to work around those limitations that right. glass blowers have i just love it I, I love the chemistry of it i love that like when you're when you're done with a, a glass sculpture whether it's a marble a rig a pipe a paperweight whatever you've now got this thing that you can hold in your hand and that thing is made out of silica which is what right. sand you know it's just pretty magic and awesome but i love it and I, I love that clients are down to let me play with these shapes on them um there is a glass blowing class that you can take um right up in like near Hawking hills um i highly contemplated going and doing it i figured it'd be a good time there's a school here in columbus called glass access it's down in franklinton okay um my buddy clayton i talk about all the time donated a rather large air compressor to them so contributing he's not a glass artist but definitely contributing to like the furtherment of love it yeah you want to see cool art participate yeah you've been doing any tatty blasts no 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 Laid off the practice snails uh I got frustrated with the transfer process. So I wasn't having consistent stencils. Okay. So not, yeah, I've been asking this bad boy. I had been too, and I kind of forgot. Um so not that knowing how to hand trace stencils isn't important and doing muscle memory isn't important, but that was not what I wanted to focus on. Um that and my the new jobs insane hours. Yeah. Um, because it's events. So you're there for 10, 12, 14 hours sometimes. Um, there's not a lot. My free time is now dedicated to <laughs> laundry and keeping the house up. And so not that I'm done with it. My machine's still out on the the, the desk and, you know, like everything's I've been using the ballpoint pens a lot more than um, setting up cartridges and in ink just to keep muscle memory down and just to keep the flow like hand motions and all that mm -hmm. but to say i've been practicing would be a stretch well tinkering. it's still fun you've just been tinkering every well, now and then. the whole point was to tinker yeah well 
We're going to get you snail tatty blasting. Yeah, it'll happen. It's so I feel like we spend so much time talking about your snail tattoos. And mind you, I've thought forever that the snail might just be my spirit animal. It's a whole nother story. But anyway, we talk about them so much. I see so many snail nature posts. I know. On my I know. Phone if, too, if people tag me in anything that has a snail on it, and I love it. Um, so recently, um, Leah's kid purchased a bottle of snail slime as a facial remedy um that it 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 does not look pc let's say that um it's a bottle of clear viscous fluid is it really snail slime um so the bottle reads and it feels like snail slime feel like snot um it's gross it's it's gross um but yeah, I was like, why is why is this a thing? Why is this? It's really like something to put on the face. Mm-hmm. What's it supposed to do? The same thing all face stuff is supposed to do. Make you look 12. Rejuvenate. I don't know. You know, snail stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was gross. But yeah, you know, I probably brought that to their life. <laughs> made me chuckle made me chuckle well i but, don't know i don't think i'd put snail slime on my face yeah i mean i definitely you know you've been hiking with me i can't not pick things up and like for some reason i'll look over and i'll be like oh look who came to see me and i'll pick up a tiny little snail and like chill with it for a while you know send it back into nature yeah it's like i've had small doses of snail slime on me and it's like It's pretty boogers. gross. It's like boogers. Yeah, it's pretty gross. I did today, however, though, walk out to my aloe plant that's got one uh tine of it that's like starting to crisp up on one end and pop the end open of it and put some aloe on my hands and on my neck and used used my use my greeneries. My aloe's going crazy. I thought I almost killed it, but uh yeah, dude, my dude's huge. Like, I, I've had to repot it twice now. Last fall last fall i left it out a little too long and he got frosted and most of his little blades of aloe goodness died fell off poor little guy but i didn't give up on him i didn't give up i took him in my bathroom i put him under my random lights that i've got all over my shelves and he came back and now he's like two aloe plants like he branched off so now he's two and he's healthier than before that even ever sometimes it takes getting broken down to your like, core to grow like maybe i made him a little bit more hardy sometimes it takes getting broken down to your core to grow just saying well i don't want to break my plants down to their core to make them grow i want them to just grow Take just care in of them. general i but guess I out. you got struggle help. struggle breeds growth you know? it's my fault it's all my fault Oh, it ain't my fault. Sorry, just making sure that wasn't an important text from like anybody in the interweb saying like our stream is jacked or anything that could happen when we're live. That's fair. Anything could be anything. That's fair. So, um, over the past few days, week, (coughs) you know me, I said like when I'm unwinding or like when I'm waiting for something or like 
I'm having my coffee and watching news. I'm just scrolling through Instagram. Like I'm always like my brain is on a few different tracks all at the same time. So we'll be watching uh, Kelly and Mark and then, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my, it's Kelly and Mark now. Okay. Which is be like, why is watching Kelly? Anyways. Yeah. I've been, uh, I miss Regis. I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, man, Kelly and Regis was my jam. Those, back when I was in college, I loved waking up to that. Like I'd have like my first, there were a couple of days that I had early classes, but most days my first class was like 9.30 or 10. So it was pretty easy to like wake up to them, right. like make sure I had my like painting assignment, like presentable enough, you know. I was at the barbershop today and they had on uh, the prices right. And I, I realized that A, it's a different show now. Yeah, I, I've B, always, we all grew up on The Price is Right. Yeah, they, they fucked it up. I don't know what they did, but it's different and I don't like it. It's very, and now here's your prize. I've always loved Drew Carey. And here's the thing that I that kind of tickles me about The Price is Right. Like, we know Drew Carey is actually funny and one of the quicker improv comedians. Uh-huh. Do you remember whose line is it anyway? I so, loved that show. I love it because, like, he comes off as a complete buddy-duddy. But every now and then, he slips some things under the radar where if you catch it, it's like, oh, there's Drew. There he is. Um, it's almost like he hates his job and he's forced to be there by some bullshit contract. And now you can spin the wheel. Do you want to say thanks to anybody? I, I don't wonder if it wasn't because like when he first took over the job, he was too funny and too lively. And like the people that have been watching Price is Right that are in like their 80s are like, it's too peppy. You're gonna have to That's tone it heavy. down there, Drew. Um tone it down. Bring it down there, a whole notch. Who is it? Pat Sajak on Wheel of Fortune? Isn't he dead? I don't know. I was just thinking, isn't there somebody? Oh, wait, that was Jeopardy hosting? dude. Yes. Jeopardy dude. Died. Alex Trebek. R.I.B. Isn't there gonna be a new host for Wheel Jeopardy? of Fortune? Or Wheel of Fortune. Uh well, Jeopardy, the guy that won like the most ever became the host. Ken Jennings or whatever. That's so fair. he's the, co- the host now. And then the co-host is Mayim Bollock or however you say her name. Big, big, bang, they, big bang Theory chick. Yeah, I think they hand the hosting back and forth. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of cool. Hmm. I worked for a gentleman who applied to be on Jeopardy um, several times. And he scored too high on the test for them to let him on the show. So he took the time to figure out by missing one question every time he applied what the threshold was what the threshold was and then by the time he reapplied he had maxed out his tries oh so like he's he like was, i'm getting dumber i swear he was I too smart he was too smart for jeopard i mean hmm. i wonder these are probably statistics that we could look up but i wonder what the 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 average iq of a jeopardy contestant 12. I'm sure it's higher than 12. Oh, okay. Like Forrest Gump had higher than 12. Remember? It's 32. He needs to be a third. Five uh, more points, Mrs. Gump. We only talk about five little points there, sir. Is there something we there can do? There must be something can be arranged. Is there a Mr. Gump? He's on vacation. Mama, what's vacation being with uh, cereal? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah. We so, I love gum. That's what we do. It's okay. You, have, you probably haven't had a good derailing in a long time. A derailing? <laughs> you know how Maddie and I get to talking? 
that is fair she's she's often a bunny trail follower she has been but she's been going hard in the paint getting tattooed so it's pretty easy to like reel it back in right. tattoo talk right um i have a session with her planned or scheduled or paid for or something along those lines that needs to get done getting a tatty by maddie yeah i need to i need to put him on the schedule or i'll never do him i need to put you on the schedule you know we're coming into the winter season we're gonna have opportunities yeah that's when supposedly the place i work at slows down too i probably you know we get a little lull between i bet it lulls and then that one event happens that everybody wants to go to all season just stay old (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun i'm excited um so finding out the when can i get tattooed is still we'll get there in the wings no i mean i just meant just with life (laughs) We'll get there. You yep. and I will get there. Once we start going at it again, we'll go hard in the paint. I'm afraid if I uh, get that one, I honestly don't think it's going to take many more sessions to get the one leg finished. Right. And once we get there, that'll probably probably uh, jumpstart motivation on the other leg. The more time I give Maddie, the more my design changes. I think she's on like the fourth re- re- revision at this point. Well, you know how it is when you and I hang out. Like, Ben and I are pretty close, comfortable friends with one another. So sometimes he'll hang out without a shirt on around me and then like we'll smoke or whatever and he'll get comfortable and like stretch out and lounge back. And then there's these nice meaty little armpit areas. Don't have any tattoos yet, but we've probably come up with 40 different ideas for those areas. You're all about my pities. We've been talking about like what we could do for a long time. (laughs) And I think I've got it narrowed down. Like I'm I'm 99% sure that on the water side, I want to do an octopus, but like backside. So like beak and like open. Okay. Okay. So here like beaky and then open. You and have then those tentacles fill everything. Okay. And then just catching all the blank space with that. And then over here, I want to put a spaceship at the top of the pity pity and then beam a light down through this open space in my chest. Like, Ooh. see what a nice area that is. It doesn't and have a lot of tatties. Find a, find a floating tractor beam something to fill in the mix there it's one of us one of us is buzzing yeah it's not even like i'm really like itching to tattoo those areas on you it's just like i just see them and i just see ideas it's okay well you've been talking about tattooing my armpits for several years pretty big real estate piece of real estate with the back of both of your legs like that's a good little chunk so like if you have somebody else do your pities and chest it won't hurt my feelings however we have made plans when we get baked together the ideas just flow and they're different every time we have made several plans i'm one of those people like once i dedicate an area to somebody it's theirs okay well like we've talked about it it's going down it's just got to get through the one we're working on first well you know and i'm a one tatty at a time kind of guy most of the time but legs is a ongoing few year project, whereas opposed to like if I wanted to go get a little blaster, I'd probably sneak that in between. But like normally, I only work on one tattoo at a time. I don't want that much open skin. I don't want to take care of two things. That's fair. We do talk about all the time when you were younger and you were getting tattooed very consistently mm-hmm. how rough your heels started mm-hmm. to be there for a while. Well, then I'm not 20 anymore. So like. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to prove now well yeah that's also true 
and i don't mean that in a bad no, way i mean like you and i both like we've been tattooed in all the painful places like yeah there's there's no mystery left in it yeah i i, <laughs> I occasionally catch criticism that i got my hand tattooed before i got the rest of my arm and then i'm like oh no like i got 90 percent of my torso tattooed before right. i got my arm right. Right. before i got my hand before um but then you know the conversation goes into i do have ideas that my arms are committed to right. ideas and when they're done this, we just haven't had time to do them yet yeah there's they they will be done i visualize them well, not there forever i started my collection most people would say backwards um i started on my chest and torso mm -hmm. ribs and then did my leg and then when you got to your arms it was like a walk in the park um by the time we did my legs i was a, a or by the time we did my arms, I was a leg sleeve, two rib pieces. And did you have that much of your legs done first? Yeah. When I, I, met, when I, met I did. You already had full left leg big stuff. Um, before I even touched my arms. And um, my right leg was the, the last of my limbs because my guy retired. He did three out of my four limbs and then he retired. I was like, hey, the fuck? <laughs> Thought we had something special going here. And who happens to be tattooing again? Oh yeah, now he's back at it. It's like if fuck. you would if you would have known that he was going to tattoo again, would you have waited? Mm, no, it was ten years. I mean, like trying to make you a funnel, but I'm doing it poorly. No, you that's that's what it is. Um, where we're at. No, because. I would still only have three of my four limbs tattooed and the progression of my friends um, during that time frame, they've all become amazing artists. So it's like, it was meant to be. I was going to use this, but I'm afraid the material's just going to get stuck inside. Heard. I don't know. It's pretty rare to have... Um, to like start your collection with one artist and then actually like have that artist finish your bodysuit. It's very rare. Right. Um, Derb has one client. Um, his name's Brian. We've had him on the show with um, his wife, Jen. And he had, Jen's always collected tattoos. She's gotten tattooed since they were young. Brian never has. He's served, gotten blown up multiple times, like all the things. So there's there was never like any fear of getting tattooed. You know, his wife, the person he loves the most, is already on her right. way to being heavily tattooed. So when he was ready to get tattooed, he was like, I'm going to get one and one artist and one just little bodysuit. Just one everything. But he's been like watching Jen go through the process for years. So like I think he truly knew what he was getting himself into, but he's like I think one of those rare unicorns, it's like, yep, I want a bodysuit and I want you to do it. Well, it has and then a actually lot to commit to it. Yeah, it has a lot to do with coming into tattooing later in his life. When you're younger, you don't have the financial availability. You don't have the knowledge. You don't have the um, network of people in your life to elevate you to find the higher end artists and things along those lines. So, I mean... I think it makes the most sense for people that started collecting later in their life to have one artist. Um, I have a lot of clients, like I might not have done their first tattoo, 
but like once I start working on them, they're like, oh yeah, I'm not going anywhere else. So I'm like, but you can. Like it doesn't right. have to be like I. You, it doesn't have to be just me. But like once we kind of have that relationship, and you know how it is. Like I, I don't want to make it sound like I brutalize my clients because I don't. I'm very conscientious and I'm very kind and efficient with the pain when I work on clients. Mm-hmm. However, I'm gonna push you like we're going to get a lot accomplished each right. time we see one another because I want it to be worth your pain and I want it to be worth your day well, off and, and I want it to be worth what I'm charging to be uncomfortable with somebody you know and have a long relationship with and they can tell when you're feeling it they can tell when you're you know what I mean like there's just this rhythm that you fall mm-hmm. into that you're both aware of mm-hmm. And it, it balances that out. When you're with a new artist, sometimes that balance isn't necessarily there. So. Yeah, I feel like it's part of the like the trust that my clients and I build with one another. Like right. they know it's going to hurt. They know it's going to suck. They know I'm going to push them to their threshold. I but when they look at the mirror you. at the end of the day, it's like, oh, wow, you got that much done. Right. And then when they're just like fine the next day, like maybe a little sunburnt feeling, right. you know, Um. And then on top of like the kind of conversations that I have with my clients, because, you know, like, I I don't want to like put myself in the like, I'm a tattooer and a therapist role because I'm not, I am like, I do my research about psychology, but that is not me whatsoever. I am, however, an empath. And when I've got my hands on somebody and I can tell they're struggling with something or there's just something heavy about them, sometimes there's no way to avoid it. It's just yep. going to come up. Yep. You draw and, it out of them. I don't mean to. Well, and vulnerability releases a lot of things sometimes too. If you're not used to being in that vulnerable state, um, when it does happen and you're in that like um, feels kind of situation, Mm -hmm. a lot of things pop up from other times you were vulnerable. A lot of times you think of other times you were in pain because it's a sense memory. It's reminding you of what you or what has happened, if that makes sense. So like, Tattoos can be very emotional, can be very, but for completely different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty mm-hmm. crazy thing. But I do feel like sometimes like once certain um, boundaries are crossed, once once somebody like opens up to me, for instance, it could be any artist. But once you like cross that boundary with an artist, it's like, okay, you are now like one of my safe people. You know all my shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, not that I'm a therapist. Not that I necessarily can do anything, but be like, so I have another client who went through something similar and this is how they got through it. You know, I can give, I can give helpful advice from like what I've seen other people go through, but it's never like real psychology stuff. You know, it's just one of those, like, I don't take lightly that like I've become in a lot of my clients inner circles, Mm -hmm. like some of my clients talk to me about things that they don't necessarily talk to their spouses with, which is kind of like, not that it's a bad thing, but it's kind of like a sacred, it's a sacred thing that somebody trusts me that much. And, and that's why it's sickening when all these people in your position take advantage of that power and now are manipulating and now are taking advantage of their clients and blah, 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 blah. I saw a tattooer with a sign the other day that was, uh, why, why, are, you, why are your pants, why are your off, pants for off for your tattoo? tattoo? Yeah, like, and it, it really, it really struck one of those like, fair point. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. 
Well, we've all run, all run into like situations where you'll hear like usually it's a girl saying that she got a tattoo in an area that like might not have been that questionable but to hear her retell the story he was so nice he had me take my pants off so he didn't get any ink on any of them because that's apparently customary and like what I'm looking at I'm like I would never have you take your pants off to tattoo your ankle I wouldn't do that oh you got a butterfly on your hip I would have had you like roll your pants under and cover that with a dental bib like I would have respected your modesty but when you hear the story told of Oh, he was so professional and he didn't even get weird when I took my pants off. It's like, rewind. What? Why were your pants off? Like, you just, was that your idea? Because like, I mean, I do have some clients, like I'll be tattooing them and they'll be like, man, I am hot. It's hot. All I have is these sweat. Would it be weird if I, no, no but, your game. but like when it's, when mm-hmm. as a tattooer, I hear the red flag, like, no, you didn't have to be that naked in front of the whole studio of right. men that right. you don't know you don't right. have to do that you know like i mean granted tattooing should be like clinical to an extent but like a lot of times i shouldn't say a lot of times but it is one of those things that i do hear from time to time where it's like oh i'm sorry that happened to you that guy's a pig don't go back to him so next time you want a butterfly tattoo how about i introduce you to Mm-hmm. unless it's kyle kyle has to take his pants off to get any tattoo <laughs> any tattoo any, just, you better take your pants off kyle okay it's that's, life. that's gonna be real awkward when jordan works on my ribs next well not not for anybody but you <laughs> <laughs> oh man do you have anything lined up for your ribs um to? not yet so are, you, still... are you doing riblets first or are you going back into your leg next i have no clue just rolling i haven't heard from either Hmm. Hmm. Well, one one of them's on sabbatical, so it's fair. Yeah. That's all fair. Wait, weren't both of them on sabbatical? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, one of them's healed up a bit, though. Fair. Yeah. So, kind of just whenever I hear word. Whenever you hear word. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bird is the word, if you didn't. I'm almost done building yeah, no. this thing. And then I got some silly, I knew. some silliness I want to screen share. Yeah, Kyle watches Family Guy. He knows the classics. That has nothing to I do with the guess. <laughs> the Family Guy did rip <laughs> off Surfing Bird. But not their ship, man. Not their ship. Let's see here. We have a Wookiee joining us. Kyle, I can't even screen share. What, Kyle? What the fuck? Hold on. Hold on. To what? Your seat. Okay. There we go. Now we can screen share. Jesus, Kyle. It's about time. Look at the screen. Should I just screen Isn't share the neat? whole screen, or do you think it looks better when I do a screen share a portion of the screen? You can just do the whole screen. Whatever's easier for you. Share sound. Gotta click all the buttons, Ben. Click them, Vaughn. I'm clicking, man. Get to clicking. Get to clicking. Oh, maybe. 
We got no sound. Turn it on. It's funny what happens when you turn it on. Push all the buttons. Sorry, guys. I can't work That's the track only today. Thing she said was she got to turn it all on. You know, you have tattoos that have like a deep personal meaning to the person, and then you have tattoos that don't suck. Those are your two kinds. <laughs> uh, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not judging you if you have a tattoo of deep personal meaning. But I am speaking for everyone when I say, if your tattoo comes with a paragraph, no thank you, we're good. <laughs> Sorry about your grandma. <laughs> I just thought snakes were pretty cool, so. <laughs> I love tattoos, but what comes down to it, the thing I love most about them is there's only two kinds. There's two kinds of tattoos. You know, you have tattoos that have like a deep personal meaning to the person, and then you have tattoos that don't suck. Those are your two kinds. Uh, and like, don't get me wrong, I'm not judging you if you have a That's tattoo funny. with deep personal meaning. You know meaning. how many times people have said like, hey, so what does that mean? And you're like, it means I like cool tattoos. What it, like? I So my mother, God bless her heart, you've met her. Ma. You know, you know her. Ma. She's good, but she's got this thing where and I think I've trained her out of it, maybe. <laughs> trained her. But she would, like, let's say, for some reason, we stopped at, like, a Speedway or a Circle K. And we're waiting in line to pay for our bevies and our snacks, what have you. Sometimes there are people in line ahead of us or behind us that have tattoos with deep personal meaning. <laughs> Less than savory. Well, she has this thing where, like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm with it. She thinks it's helpful to be more honest than she needs to be. Like in situations <laughs> where, like, you know, honesty is important, but like nobody needed your opinion. But they're a stranger and don't care about yeah. your opinion. Yeah. Anyways, she has this, she, not so much now, but you know, the first few years of me tattooing, she had this way of like, oh, my daughter could fix that for you. Mm. You can't say that to people. They might be really proud of their work and right. think it's good. Right. And you just insulted it after they like paid money for it, sat through the pain of it, mm -hmm. healed it, and then like kicked out what they got. It's like totally. buying a new car and somebody being like, my mechanic knows how to work on this. Or good luck finding a mechanic for one of those. <laughs> So anyways, I had to tell my mom, mom, you can't, you can't, even if their tattoos are bad, if tattooing comes up in the conversation, like you can be like, you can talk about them, but like, it kind of goes back to, uh, that awesome little phrase to live by from Bambi. Can't say something nice. Don't say nothing at all. <laughs> so now she no longer tells people that. I can fix their tattoos. We'll be out in the wild and somebody will be like, hey, bro, sweet tatties, you you a tattooer? I don't immediately be like, no, she is. Thank you for that. Because I can already tell you don't want to have that conversation. Be, how much would it be to fix this or, tattoo? How much for a sleeve? I don't know, bro. Like, looks like yours was paid for with an eight ball. I don't use that economic system. I don't know how to navigate around it. I'm not even sure the price of tea anymore. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry. I'm not going to say I've never traded drugs for tattoos, but there's definitely a better one. <laughs> 
I paid for this sleeve in full. And I'm like, really? With cash? Hmm. Sometimes I have actually like politely asked that question following like, yeah, so-and-so started this for me and I can't get them to finish it, but I paid for it in full. Like, mm -hmm. did you pay for it in full followed by a night of partying in which you mm -hmm. became tattooed? And now that that night of partying is over, phone calls aren't being answered? Hmm. Mm -hmm. All around the world, same song. <laughs> <laughs> that's not where i was going with it but all right um that's funny that's... Yeah, but I found. oh where was it yeah and the ingredients were in front of me this whole time hmm. mixing a little love what do we have you're yawning and off oh, yeah, i'm sorry it Should just hit me like a ton of ton of bricks you want one you, you gave me a caffeinated beverage but i was I'm I'm on this kick where like I need to drink water in between my heavily caffeinated beverages. These only have five calories per can. It's not the calories, it's it's the color of my urine. Vitamin A says that I niacin, need more than caffeine. B6, in my B12. Life. So no. I was, I was trying to drink a thing of water in between each caffeinated beverage today. And I can't get this one down. It's fighting me. I woke up in the middle of the night last night and I had the thirst about the me. Thirst. You ever, have you ever been just struck with the thirst at about 4.30 in the morning where you like wake up and you're like half mummified? That's mm -hmm. what last night was. Well, I came home to my house last night being 88 degrees because my air conditioner decided that today was the day that it was going to quit. No two-week notice. Didn't call HR. Just fucking clocked out. I was pissed. So as I was opening up my schmelty, schmelty room to turn the fan on to, you know, depressurize the... Yeah, I get it. Definitely needed some... Agua. Yeah. I woke up about, I don't know, hour after I fell asleep, and everything inside of me was dry because fan dried you out and outside air. And I woke up like <laughs> also mummified. I thought I was dying. I'm not gonna lie. Yep. What did we do yesterday? We went to a cabin in the woods. Yeah, yep. we had Maddie's birthday party yesterday. Yes, so Maddie's we birthday. weren't the only ones there, but it just so happens that all three of us were there and got to hang out in the woods in a nice little cabin. Got to like very chill, laid back, delightful birthday festivities. Yeah, it was a good time. Was um, a lovely cabin. Yeah, I had a, I had a feeling it would be very very chill. Um, I don't get down with the ragers much anymore. So anytime somebody says they're having a party, I'm a little leery. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, that cabin was not set up for like a party party, but like a whole bunch of stoners sitting around and like chilling. Works well. Yeah. I wouldn't have like a rager there, but like just sitting back with our little speaker, listening to tunes and hanging on the patio and then hanging on the other patio. Twas a good time. Yeah. I got to do truck stuff. 
Because I went up the wrong driveway because Jess gave me the wrong directions. I'm glad we all went up the wrong driveway then. Um, and got to skirt skirt in the truck a little bit. Nice. That was a good song. I skirt skirted in the van. You know, you know the one. Van Dango. See, I did that at my Nissan Versa and I was not having a good time. <laughs> Kyle, you were just nervous. You I thought my sure car was, was going to flip, of. man. Yeah, you just got to send it sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, we were driving earlier. I, I know weather patterns are weird everywhere, but we had like a torrential downpour in the middle of the night last night. It yep. must have been before 4.30 and whenever I woke up. Mm -hmm. But we had like substantial amount of rainfall in a short amount of time. Uh, before we came here, my sister and I went and had sushi. And as we were pulling into the sushi place up by Polaris, which is a rather large mall, plenty of infrastructure, uh, there was water laying across one of the like main entryways. <laughs> Kara, she's, we're driving separate. She's in front of me. I'm behind her. And she like stops and like leans out her window. She's like, do you think I can make it? And I like look and I assess. Like I, I could definitely make it in the van, but she's in the, like a little Kia. So I like look at the, where the water is in relation <laughs> to the curb next to it. Cause it was just like a four inch curb. And I'm like, yeah, you can make it. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, just go fast. The so he like guns stop. it and goes fast. And you know how it like makes a wake and pushes the water out of the way so it doesn't come into your doors or anything. Not that it was high enough to do that, but I was like, yeah, you'll make it. But yeah. Van, Van Dango just trolling through it. So I used to have a Hyundai accent that basically touched the ground. It was very low. And the trick is don't stop. As long as you keep pressure on your muffler, it'll blow bubbles. So that's true, yes. But one time, this is maybe why Sarah was so leery. Our other sister, Brittany, she had a 94 Grand Prix, mm -hmm. bright blue. Mm. Nice system. Mm. Poopty of a car. Nice system. Runner. That sucker bumped. Anyways, just driving through a small neighborhood small neighborhood had some standing water in one of the roads she's like Psh, i know where the road is i'll just truck straight through it before she knows it she is floating so she pulled the gun it trick and then ended up just floating like a Further. boat that lost power yeah. and then before she knew she was like sliding back and then ended up in a yard Aww. and then she's like what do i do she calls me i was like wait four hours she's like but how do i get it out of here it's like no like wait four hours let the water go down and she did have to get it pulled because then it would never start again Aww. sucked water up into it so that was the end of that it was replaced by what was the it was another grand prix but the newer nice. model like the wide track grand prix. nice so gtx's it wasn't a gtx but before the gtx it got, it got her there it got it got her there uh when I worked for the cleaners, my boss had a two times V8 GTX that was a stupid fast, and we had a very good time with it. Yeah, you're making a mess. I know. I was giving Kyle the I'm sorry look with my eyes. Bye. Fair. It's just ashes. They'll go away on their own. It's the fire you have to worry about. The fire, not the ashes? Yeah, ashes are fine. It's when you drop if the it's fire. If it's just ash, it's 
cool. If it's a cinder, you're not. That's probably gonna cause <laughs> some problems. I lost my place, guys. What'd you do? I don't know. I lose things. Fun. Let's see what other things did I bounce over here. I keep scrolling way too far. Then you got to get me under control. Fun. Get under control. Oh, did you see Denny had a uh, tribal thing up the other day? Uh-uh. Like, should we bring tribal back? Well, that's pretty appropriate to what I'm about to show then. <laughs> ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. Okay. 90s tribal. <laughs> do you think it's going to make a comeback the way the mullets have isn't I, it already i really hope not the pointless blackouts were enough i mean i don't mind the blackouts but you, for do. me i, I see do. the blackout as a start of something that could be even cooler um, i see the blackout as a step to like the next I, thing. I hear you but i think it's gotten to the point where like it's getting ridiculous on the blackout yeah uh, yeah I, in some cases and not all i feel it's a cop-out do you think uh do you think we're gonna revert back to instead of like the ornamental like decorative geometric stuff that's pretty popular right now do you think we're gonna revert back to this dark black heavy thick i hope not i hope not so you're not a fan no no i think there's tattooing just comes so space, far so i think there's going to be a lot of people getting this kind of stuff just because uh they think it's ironic tattooing has come so far like why why that's like being a formula one racer and being like you know what let's go get mini jeeps <laughs> i mean some might Bet you get bored with it real fast. Just saying. Just seems seems like a revert in art that we just don't need. Revert. Just you know, you know why it. nobody does cubism anymore? You know? We got sick of seeing. It's fair. Rain it in, Fawn. What? Rain it in. What? Nothing. Just felt like that's what I was supposed to say. I'm messing up the screen share altogether. It's okay. Put the pressure on me, Ben. Too much pressure. Boom. Traditional oh, Filipino tattoos. Oh. How's that? It's okay. I can handle it. Okay, wow. Oh, that's cool as fuck. Now, if we're talking tribal like this, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Sign me well, up. Because they got it like. Your favorite tattoo. Can I see your, your pins? Yeah. So I'm these in. are just like thorns from the tree. Yeah, from the pomelo tree. And this is uh, charcoal? Yeah, it's charcoal. Oh. I'd sign up for this. How's that? It's okay. 
Here we are using autoclaves and sterilization. They just dropping dope shit in the middle of the jungle. Hey, I mean, she's used to a different form every time. I see your pins. So these are just like that happen. If you took me somewhere in the middle of the jungle and were like, bro, we getting tribal tattoos. We're at a tribe. That makes sense. What's the 90s tribal? What tribe are you from? 90s. Shitopia? Well, Ben. I just don't get it. She's going to be honest. One time there was this guy. I don't want to say his name, but there. Who can I say his name? Wait, I don't think you know him. Oh, that but if you, knew it, if you knew it, you could say it. But I'm not saying something that's the most flattering. Um, but I had already been tattooing several years. I was proficient. I was booked out six to eight months. Um, but this other tattooer and I had a mutual friend and you know, we'd hung out a few times, but I'd never like to let the cat out of the bag that I was a tattooer because he was a tattooer and he was very proud that he was a tattooer. And when he walked in the room, you knew within 45 seconds that he was not only a tattooer, but the best around. And he was the best at tribal and he could teach anybody how to do it. And I mean, he really, I guess the tribal stuff on him wasn't bad, but it was just like basic tribal and then it was colored in between. So it didn't, it looked nice, but he was like, I can teach you how to do this. He's, you know, once he, he found out that I was a tattooer, the cat slipped out of the bag just a little bit. And then I was like, oh no. Here we oh, go. So he uh, proceeds to start giving me lessons. And mind you, I've never been much of a drinker. So I'm on like Mountain Dew, Red Bull. And I don't think I even really smoked at the time. If I did, it wasn't heavy. So I was soberish. Yeah. Like I was always the one keeping an eye on the situation great, in case somebody great. needed to go to the emergency room or, you know, any of the things. The that mom happened. of the group. Yeah, definitely. Without being like the oldest one of the group, I was definitely like the mother hen of the group. But anyways, after he gives me like these lessons on like, it, like these, these things that I can do to like do my tribal better and how to draw it and how to come up with designs and stuff. Uh, well, he flipped through some of the pictures on my camera because I actually like carried my point and shoot with me. Right. He was like, what kind of stuff have you been doing? I was like, I mean, I, I, I stay busy. Like, I mean, not tribal, but I mean, I was trying to like dance around it. Cause like I said, he was very proud. He was very proud of how good he was and all the things he had to offer. So he's telling me this and then he scrolls back and he sees, I did it again. He sees, I don't even remember what the tattoo that I did previously was, but he sees that and he was like, Oh, Oh, and this is after not only like a, an entire night of him boasting, this was like probably like the eighth or ninth time that I'd been around this guy that he had boasted that he was all of these things the best yeah well it was just an awkward moment because he knew he had boasted so much to me about all the things that he could do and all the things he wanted to teach me without even like taking any interest to ask me what I had done or where I was working or any of the things like that he was just he could teach me what he knew. And it's like, well, obviously he knew more. He'd been doing it longer. He sure did. Yes, he did. 
like I said, at that point, like I, I was, I'm not going to say I had a name for myself like I have now, but like in our small community, I was getting there. So it was, right. it was almost like a joke on him because everybody knew, like the whole group <laughs> knew as he's boasting, giving me in front of groups of people telling That's us all how good he is and showing off what he did and, you know. And they're just biting their tongue. Everybody mm-hmm. did. Every Everybody danced around it. It's like they knew. I don't know. That's fine. But but he was definitely, you know, hopefully he's gotten his life together a little bit, but definitely one of those artists that like, oh yeah, I can tell that either this person or this person did that. Oh, you you paid for your sleep in one night too, huh? <laughs> so if you could you could see how do goes. you dance? No. <laughs> dance, magic, dance. Oh, that's, yep, and that's what I meant. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but back to it. When we say tribal stuff, that's the silly things that I think of. It's like lack of imagination. Lower and you back just tattoos. want to get tattooed. Like, you want a mark on you, and that's fine. Like, that's why kanji exists. Yeah, get a mark. That's fine. But... Yeah, there are so many possibilities. Why stop with a weird black mark that doesn't mean anything? Like, yeah, it signifies a time in your life and all those other deep, meaningful things. <laughs> but like, like if you're gonna go through the time and money and pain of getting tattooed, don't you want to like? Well, let's be honest. Tribal tattoos were like fifty bucks. The price point for tattooing has changed drastically over the years. That's true. That's true. So to go in and get a tribal for the 50 bucks that it max was going to be no matter what size you got it or where it was going to be um it wasn't that big of a financial commitment then that's true (laughs) it's not taking a paycheck or two to get through your session whereas then it was kind of like more on a whim Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean i'm not gonna knock like on a whim tattoos but some of my know. least cool tattoos were done on a whim. I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess in a nutshell, I'm just not ready for tribal to make a comeback. Yeah, same. 100 percent same. Like 1994 called and said it's okay, they're just gonna keep it. Tribal and splat mats, they can just stay away. You know what's you know what? I can't even get into that conversation. Well, you already started it. You can't back out now. Well, I was just gonna make the observation aloud. You said splat mat. And no. I didn't even think about it. I'm just gonna make the observation aloud. Like that's that's the cruder terminology for a tramp stamp, in my opinion. But you called it a tramp stamp. You're half a step away. Here's the observation, though. Isn't it funny the way that the tramp stamp always exists? It just moves Mm -hmm. location with generation. Yep, absolutely. It's on the neck now. It's on the neck now. It's it's not the undercoat anymore. Oh, it shifted. Did it shift already? I missed it. Yeah, you did. You did. It's the neck now, and it's generally your like ex-lover's name in poorly designed script. Poorly designed. Sans serifs, if you will. Nice. (laughs) Um, This was freehand. I I can tell. tell. (laughs) Did did they did they take third grade cursive? No. No. Oh, okay. But you're right. It did shift to the underboob there for a while because, you know. Is that a or a J or a T? Yes. Hmm. So your nipple dots it. Got it. (laughs) 
We got some of Ben's stuff that he's been sharing. Uh-oh. I don't know if all these are safe for work. They better be. Here we go. We're running it live. Yeah. I think Woody's safe. Yeah. He, this is hilarious. Oh, no. Where's our sound? Again. Again. I lost my cursor. Lost my cursor. What the hell, Fawn? I, I feel like I should just let it keep playing now so we can catch it on the start over. Yeah, I agree. But it's not playing because it's off the screen. So it's doing that weird, like... Half thing? You're down. You're stoked I'm down? I'm stoked you're down. Bro, high five. <gasps> we should get high five tattoos. Yeah, we should. And I know the matching tattoos. Tattoo shop, this Woody. Hey, Woody, my friend and I want to get matching tattoos. Oh, nice. What are you guys looking to get? We want to get a high five tattoo. A high five? Say less, son. <laughs> uh, Woody? Woody, hello? I love it. Give me two seconds. Sweet. Dude, we should get matching tattoos. Dude, that's a great idea. What would we get? I don't I know. I love the way his videos move seamlessly you're... every time, yeah, too. Yeah. That's a good one. What else you got in here? That's a good one. I don't remember. I'm always um, half intoxicated when I'm sending me these. How to be the perfect client. This oh, is actually oh. one of the things on my notes I wanted to talk about. This is a good one. Yes. Okay. Let me do press the buttons. We'll get all the buttons pressed and then. And then. No, Anna. What's my tattoo say? Dude, what's your tattoo say? Sahweet. Excuse me, chest. Oops, that's not the right one. Yeah. Come back. Kyle, what'd I do? I, I minimized it by accident. Here we go. I've got to get this down one of these days. Come on. Select. Do the thing. Do the thing. Here we go. How to be the perfect client. I'm going to try to hit play real quick on Zoom.
And then it ends with, she got the tattoo, sat well, and then tipped. It's pretty crazy that like the, some of the things that make you like the ideal, perfect uh, tattoo client are things that like you should just do anyways. Kind of common sense. Yeah, like, you know, uh, I used to get on the spiel all the time, like treat your body like you actually love it. You know what I mean? Like feed it well, like hydrate, back to hydrating, feed it well, hydrate, rest like before you get tattooed and then after you get tattooed, like stick with the process, like treat your body like you actually love it and you'll be able to receive the tattoo easier. It won't be as tra traumatic on your body. And then you'll heal more quickly. So it's like a double win. And then like, for that matter, like, why don't you just do that all the time? Like, why don't you just treat your body like you love it just because? Gotta have a healthy body to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like tattooing, even if it's a small tattoo, it really like zaps a lot out of you. So like just fueling your body appropriately makes the process easier for you. It makes it easier for your tattooer. Um, it makes it easier for the recovery. Having something for that adrenaline shock when it kicks in. Yeah. What do you do when you're preparing for your big sessions? I mean, and you, you've had a handful of big yeah. sessions now. So how, what do you do, Kyle? Um, I just try to like sleep, drink plenty of water, eat a big meal in the morning. What's, what do you can, what do you, what's your preferred meal before tatty time? I don't know if I have a preferred meal. I kind of just double up on whatever I would normally do. Okay. That's not bad. I always try to like carbo load the night before if I can, if I could do either a pasta or a baked potato, but some of that like long lasting kind of energy. Um, and then like, even if you don't take a multivitamin, I recommend taking a multivitamin before getting tattooed. And then while you're healing, do you take, do you take vitamins yeah. every day? Do you take them every day? Yeah. Or just tatty time? Every day. Good. Good for you, Kyle. Yeah. I try to be healthy. Nice. I feel like I've smoked this all the way to the end, but there might be another hit or two left. So there've been a few tattoo shows going on lately. It's weird. Kyle, you don't carry conversation the same way Ben does. I don't. Now, inform me on these tattoo shows, please. Well, I was just going to talk about um, Lauren was in San Diego last weekend. Um, so on the tattoo weekly, she'll probably have a recap of what was going on in San Diego. I haven't been to any shows recently, so I don't have any recaps personally, but I smoked all of that. That's fine. Put it out. It's okay. okay. All right. We've we've done our due diligence She's for out. the evening. She's out. She's out. How was the good night chat? Always wonderful. Always wonderful. We had to scale back bedtimes because school sure. is a thing now. First day of Little baby's kindergarten was Wednesday. Did you get moisty eyed? Um, I yeah, I did. I may have cried a oh, bunch. Moisty eyed. A bunch. It's okay. Yeah, she's just so big. 
a little baby they grow up so fast they do it's like it seems slow in the moment but when you look and see like how quickly the time has passed and how she's gone from like a little being to like a it human is dumb <laughs> it's real dumb um yep she walked in the door and was like bye and like ran away i was like i guess you're ready i guess you were ready <laughs> i wasn't ready but yeah, it was fine it's fine. That was fine. But her mom is headed out of town for the weekend until Tuesday. Tuesday. So we've got a uh, weekend of activities. Nice. Are you guys going to go do some camping? Mm, I don't have the time this time, but I think we're going to go up and go hiking stuff. So we'll at least do some outside stuff. Nice. Good. Tis our backup plan for life. You Good. Know. I said we went up to High Banks earlier today, and that was actually like a wonderful little stroll. You know, there are little paths, like little little hikeable, strollable paths that are off the paved paths. But right. you know, it was nice, shaded, uh, not like uncomfortably hot to be just strolling around. I had LB last week, and I woke her up and I was like, well, "What do you want to do today? This is our last day before school of me and you hanging out." And we went. She was like, "Well." I want to go to a campsite. And I was like, we can't camp, baby. She's like, no, I just want to go to a campsite. I was like, okay. So she's like, she's like, then I want to go hiking. And then I want to go to the beach. And then I want to do a playground. And I want to eat at a restaurant. Is there a place that you could do all of those in one trip? Yeah, it's called Burr Oak State Park. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we hiked to a campsite. One event. Oh, no, she wanted to go to a creek. That was on the list as well. Go to a creek. So um, the hiking path that I chose went through a creek that led us to a campsite. Then we went and ate at the lodge restaurant, then went to the beach and played at the playground at the camp, uh, uh, the lodge. It was like everything was seamless. We did all of the things on her adventure list before like four o'clock. And I was fucking pumped to be done with it all and drove the fuck home. That's a super good idea. Have her make the adventure list. It's awesome that they were all like things to do together. Not like, you know, a lot of kids buy me this, take me here, yeah, you know, yeah. other things. Um, well, that's, it's that's our, cool that, like, that's it's our fun new. time. That's yeah. what we do for kicks. So yeah. like, that's fun to her. So. It's awesome that that's her like natural inclination is to like, just want to do those things. You know, if, it starts because it is things that you enjoy, but it's things that you um, have enjoyed together. Right, right, Sometimes right. Sometimes this is just my fidget and what to do with yeah, my fingers. I know. <laughs> um, but like it was, it was cool because instead of um, taking all day to get an activity done, we just kind of binged through things. So it was easy to just kind of be like, um, we only have an hour here instead of like if we went to just go to the beach you would feel like the whole day was dedicated to it and like you know what i mean it made it easy to do something for a minute and move on to the next without it being um knowing that there was something else happening next. right right it didn't it made the made it not drag it nice. yeah nice. what do you guys what do you do you have anything on tap for this weekend uh i gotta work a bunch but other than that, no. Hanging out with her, probably fixing an air conditioner. Fixing that AC unit. Woo, woo. Excited about that. 
but it won't be so crazy. I hope not. It shouldn't be too bad. Shouldn't be too bad. Okay. There's not much I can't fix if I can see the part that's broke. You know what I mean? Like it really is the funniest thing. Again, I was just sitting like scrolling and I was on Facebook, probably like looking at Facebook Marketplace or something, is what I do. Anyways, I saw your post about your AC being down and then I couldn't help but read the comments and like all the recommendations were for somebody. It was like three hours away. Yeah, like, like oh, an hour and a half. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call so and so six counties over. Right. Like I was really just hoping I had a homie that ran an HVAC company that had an extra unit sitting out back. I could get on the low low and you know, but it'll all work itself out. It'll work itself out. You know, I just didn't need a eight thousand dollar expense out of nowhere yesterday, but it's cool. We'll figure it out. You know. Okay. Yep. You wanna know what I'm dealing with? sure as a major discomfort i have a sliver in the very tip of my elbow and i can't get it out so like when i rest my elbow on anything it hurts excruciating are you saying we need to do table side surgery fun i'm real good i don't specifically remember where i was or what i was doing but you know how like you know you're going through your day you make multiple stops do multiple things anyways at some point i specifically remember like leaning on one inch aluminum tubing that somebody had made like a rack out of it. i remember leaning on it and i got two little slivers here and i remember it feeling like it scraped my elbow they pulled the two little like burrs out no problem and not out story short right in the tippy toe of my elbow so, too so like we when should i'm do driving surgery. and i rest my elbow it hurts when I sit here and I try to get comfortable, it hurts. Do you want me it's to? Weirdest little distraction. Do you want me to cut your elbow? I tried to get it out with a needle already, and it. What about a really high-powered magnet and a needle? It's aluminum. What about a microscope and some tweezers? See, I tried like breaking the skin around it and popping it out with tweezers and i couldn't get it to work i think what i need to do at this point is just let it encapsulate for a few more days give it the old give it the squeeze on plus slide yeah i don't want to get into detail about that but it's teeny tiny like at first i thought maybe it was a hair splinter and then i was retracing my steps and i'm like no i leaned against that rail and i specifically remember the two burrs here and the cut feeling but not realizing there was anything there so we need to go back with some sandpaper or where i was or what i was doing that's, that's honestly it might have been like at the hospital or something my little sister okay sometimes sometimes smart people do dumb things uh my little sister is highly intelligent but she did a real dumb thing she she dove in a shallow pool you know what they put on shallow pools no diving sign mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so she dove in a shallow pool the shallow pool it's a above ground pool but it was set up on a concrete patio between garages so she like three foot dives into a pool on concrete and uh, she mangled herself a little bit uh broke her nose had to get some stuff done to her teeth Ouch. all the things anyways i've been going i've been since she's been coming and going from columbus i've been tagging along to a lot of her doctor's appointments and I feel like it was at one of her appointments that I just like leaned on something while I was waiting and it got me um the only time I have done a live water rescue was during a swim meet when somebody tried to dive over the person touching the wall so they were trying to get like extra so 
you're allowed to leave the wall as long as you don't hit the water before the person hits the wall, right? So this person is jumping while this person is reaching for the wall. Yes. So they missed their arch to go over the person. It's like the timing of handing up the baton. It is exactly like that. But they missed the timing and the person was coming up. So they like did a funky like in the air body maneuver, trying not to smack the other person, and arced down, smacked their face on the bottom of the four foot pool, um, and nobody saw it. Like nobody saw it. The people on their team didn't see it. Nothing. And all it was was of red came up. I jumped from the side and went in, and like it was the middle of a relay. So people were pissed, and I pulled this kid out i was i was a kid myself but like pulled this kid out and started swimming like side stroke and he's just bleeding down me and you uh, know when you have like the littlest cut in water conscious nosebleed it is everywhere unconscious so just nose cut, just so I, I just carried this kid to the side and like flopped him up and pushed him on his side by that time the adults took over the situation it's but, one of those things like there there is a there, if you know what you're doing i don't want to like encourage this in any way but like if you know what you're doing like what you said this was like a freak accident and a glitch in their timing because he's diving out and forward he's not trying to go deep he's trying to jump as far as he can and then tread the water diving in shallow water is very common Mm -hmm. most most olympic pools aren't five feet deep but you've got so much trajectory forward it's not the same as like a standing dive where you're Right. The, Head first the and... point is to to barely not belly flop, mm-hmm. whereas a dive is to go in head first. So like, I got yelled at at the gym the other day because I did a start block start mm-hmm. and dove off the side of the pool. And one of the guys from the front desk came out and was like, rah, 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 you can't dive. Can you read the sign? I was like, that's not a dive. Mm-hmm. Like I'm swimming laps. He's like, that is diving. You went in head first. And I'm like, you're obviously a moron, but I hear you. But like, this is a lap pool. Hmm. Hmm. But, you know, I didn't want to argue with somebody that picks up heavy things for a living. In my high school, we had a full-size Olympic swimming pool. So like it was 13 feet deep. It was big, but like even on the shallow side, like it's four feet. Yeah, you dove from the shallow side. Yeah, I mean. Dove out. But even even then, like once you, when you jump off of those blocks, you again, you project so far where like it may be four feet deep for 10 feet, but you're not touching the water until you're 15 feet out. Like you're I might I might be exaggerating on those numbers. No, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm like, it's six feet by the time you touch the water. It's not a dive. You're propelling. You're you're jumping in the water flat. It's reminding me of what about Bob? Just teaching Siggy how to dive. Right, right. Drops him. <laughs> um, I don't know. And it was really hard to explain to somebody that had never swam a lap in their life. Like, like, no, I hear you. I'm not sitting here doing fucking, you know, off the edge, off the guard chair, head first into the. I'm trying to swim laps here, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm the only one out here. Clearly, I'm alive after it happened. 
and it wasn't like I was getting out and restarting, getting out and restarting, getting out and restarting. You know what I mean? Like I dove in to start swimming laps. Mm -hmm. I jumped in. If we're going to get, if I'm going to stick to my technically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they have a, for any reason at any time, they can revoke your membership. Rule. So like anybody that works there, any moment can just be like, delete. Hey. Sorry, you just paid $380 to come swim here, but. You know what's crazy? I went to a Y recently with a friend and. 60 bucks. I went like on their guest pass. I'm like, I expected them to ask like maybe my name and phone number and sign a waiver. I had to like, I feel like I've filled out job applications mm -hmm. that asked me less things mm -hmm. than like. Usually I'm pretty good at going with the flow, but by the time it was on like the sixth screen, I was like, are you, are you messing with me? Like, mm -hmm. like this is just for like a one day thing. Like, I'm not saying I won't ever come back again, but like, this is mm -hmm. just like, we're going to supervise children for an hour. We're not even going to be on any gym equipment. Like you emergency contact okay that's always All a right. weird one for me they're like who's your emergency contact and I'm like obviously i put leah my significant other but like before that like i'm i don't want you calling my ex-wife my parents who i talk to twice a year live in another state um who do you put down for that and once you're an adult why do you need one like, my emergency contact is take me to the fucking hospital. <laughs> Why we got to call people? Yeah. Call the fucking squad. My emergency contact is 911. How bad? Like, do you think that would ruffle feathers if you put that? I'm going to start. <laughs> I never thought of it until this very fucking moment. But that, that's what I'm putting down is my emergency contact from now. Like the safety director of your city. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And not the emergency hotline, but the actual line for like, like the public safety or whatever. Here's the gig. Like, okay, so most of the people around me can't do anything about it. I'm in a car accident. There's only a couple people that could like get me the things I need. To, you know what I mean? Like. I'm not going to stop your day to come. Like, I'll figure it out. Uber's mm -hmm. a thing. Like, take me to the hospital. Like, let's just. Why do we got to involve other people in this transaction? It's just. All you're going to do is freak them out and make them worried. Yeah. Let just, me do that. It's just. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand it. It's just an awful lot of questions. And I mean, I get it. There's kids there. I understand why right. you want to know, like, who's who. But, like. My blood just, type like, and my mom's maiden name unnecessary you have my driver's license just like xerox that and you got everything you need to know about me like nope what not enough and you've got my email What's and you've got type? my phone number like be positive <laughs> well i try to but sometimes <laughs> life will just get you down so weird it is it is funny when you go to like an organization like let's say a YMCA for instance like that's a like charitable organization well not even that do you know why we have YMCAs YMCAs are like the original halfway house okay they were a place for people that were in a less than savory position um to go and find a place to stay not just work out 
Not just yeah, take a shower. Be, like, not shelters as well. They had rooms in the back. They had uh, a, a hostel, for lack of a better term. YMCA's were a um, a troubled youth center, a vagabond. Uh, uh, like people that used to travel by foot would stay at YMCA. I, I'm not trying to call them bums because that's not what I mean, but people would literally travel the country and just stay at YMCA's. So like now they're a health spa that your kids can go to. Whereas it used to be a hostel with like, they'd help you find a job. They'd help you clean your act up and all that. Witness to you. Yeah, well, sometimes, depending on we are from the Bible Belt, so that does happen. I don't know. It's just, it's funny how, how things have changed. You used to be able to walk in there with a $5 bill and a smile and get a room, a shower, a meal, a hot cup of coffee in the morning. And now it's like, it's $168 a month. I need all your personal information, all your family's personal information, and maybe we'll let you in. Maybe, if you're lucky. I, mean, I remember when I was a kid and we'd go to the pool, it was like five bucks a day. Um, we'd put our name down, our phone number, and it was five bucks a day. See, the only reason I was in competitive swimming is because the city pools were 50 cents a day and my parents could drop us off at the pool it might have even been three it was, i i remember the turnstile it was two quarters i remember when it jumped from one quarter to two and there was outrage in the community but um my mom would take us to swim or uh not lessons but swim team practice first and then there was two rounds of swim lessons after that and then it was open swim so we would go to the free swim team we would go to two free rounds of swim lessons and then we would go to open swim and we had cpr certified lifeguard first aid babysitters for 50 cents it cost them a dollar a day for child care yeah i think i think ours was it cost me 30 dollars a day for four hours and i've got a cheap child care you know what i mean like I've got the hookup. Well, things be changing. It's true. It's true. Well, didn't I tell you I was done? But I didn't <laughs> I tell you it's just like a fidget. I, I know do and, something with my hand. And if you hand it to me, I'm going to hit it. It's just the way the world works. It's just the way the world works. I can't help it. It's not my fault. It's ingrained in me. You ever sit with a non-smoker? You try to hand them the thing like 14 times and eventually they just give in. Here's my smoke. Now. I, I try to tell people when I keep like accidentally passing it to the non-smoker, like, I'm sorry, I keep trying to hand it to you. If you just want to pass it to the next person, it'll avoid confusion in the rotation. <laughs> That'd be great. When, uh, my just, friend Siobhan calls it the pivot. She's like, oh, I'll always I'll pivot. pivot. I meant more of when you're hanging out with one person. You're going to hit that? Kyle, I'm so sorry. I'm going to vacuum the stage when we're done because I feel like I have dropped every ash all over me or the floor. I don't think you've asked in tomorrow. a thing yet, to be honest. They, I did a few times, but it's one of those like, oh, we'll ash it on the next pass and then down it goes. Nope. Gotcha. Got him. So what are you thinking about for next week? We got big plans? We got things going on? 
Um, nothing in particular. Uh, I feel like we're definitely due to have Chris Taylor on again. I'd love to reach out to the ink shrink and have him on again. Um, he has recently gotten tattooed by BJ Betts. He's got some cool little lettering on his finger. So nice. we're like, he's talking about like being finished. He's finding real estate to keep getting tattooed. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like his collection is to a point where He's probably not going to be doing a ton of reworking for a while or freshening things up. For a while, he got all of his tattoos in what six years or something? No, he's been collecting for a while. I'm, I'm confusing people, but all of his yeah, stuff is newer. Yeah, like, he's collected fast. Right. Um, I saw a picture of Tiran. I don't know if she even has an Instagram or is active, but man, her bodysuit is looking amazing. I she's saw collected. that as well. Uh, was that on uh, Jason Vogt's yes. page? Let's see if we can find it. Yeah, she's got a killer collection. Maybe you can pull him up and screen share faster than I can. I got a lot of windows. Baby. I don't computer, Ben. Yeah, I've got it here. You got it already? See, I couldn't even get the right search box to come up. Look. Oh, geez. Dan Hazelton did her belly. Guy did her chest and neck. Jeez. Ty McEwen did yeah. one arm. Um, She's got a ton of... Carson Hill did the other. Uh, Derb started reworking one of the bio pieces on her leg, and that's that grown into some huge other bio. And then I believe her other leg, she's doing like cover up rework stuff. Um, but she's gone really hard in the paint. Hats off to Tiran. Yeah, that's nuts. Like I collected fast and heavy there for a while, but she definitely passed me with a quickness. I feel like yeah. I feel been... like every big convention, she's get like a whole nother layer done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like uh, most of the conventions we've been to, she's getting tattooed by one of the Midwest bio guys. The bio boys. Her armpits are still open. Hmm. You gonna try to get in her pitties? I get in her pitties for sure. Yeah, probably be a good addition to the team. Yeah. Oh, she's been she's really been going hard though. Nice. I love how her her bodysuit is coming together. It's incredibly cohesive. So, um, we'll get some cool stuff lined up for us for next week. I'm still waiting for my schedule for next week, but I have put in the request for it to remain the same. So hopefully, there shouldn't be too much more. Uh, nice. Missing. Well, we're approaching eight o'clock. That's enough. <laughs> We've been talking and talking. We've been catching up. Been welcoming Ben back to the show. Uh, we just got done celebrating Maddie's birthday together. We talked about tribal tatties. It's been a good show. Yeah. Not a lot of senseless rabbit holes. Senseless. But not too many of them. Not too many. Yeah. We've been pretty uh, tattoo cohesive. Kyle. Hmm. You've been doing anything cool this past week, uh, apprenticeship-wise? Um, tattooing skins, fake skins right nice. now. Have you done a pig's feet yet? No, I assume we're doing that when he comes back from Vegas, nice. Europe. Nice. Euro Vegas. Mm-hmm. If you need more pig's feet, I'll get some for you from the hood store down the road from my house. Okay. 
pickled pigs. Do you know, you know how cheap pickled pig, not pickled, but do you know how cheap pig's feet are? Sure. They're like, there were like three big ones and they were like 257. Yeah. Like that's less than a dollar a foot, Kyle. That's cheaper than new skin. Dollar a foot? Less. Less. Less Pennies. than a dollar a foot. <sighs> yeah, there were either three or four in the pack, and I swear they were two fifty seven. Because I remember thinking to myself, like, huh, not even three dollars. Hmm. Huh. Should we do another tattoo day on show and do some pig's feet? I we can do some pig's feet on the show. I'm down with that. It'll be a fun day. We gotta let Kyle do it first with his apprenticeship before we make a pig's ear of the situation. <laughs> Thanks. All right, guys. Well, good work, Fawn. <laughs> well, if we don't have anything else pressing, we'll uh, see you next week. Give you back your ear holes and uh, talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us. Have fun.